Previously on Tales from the Deadlands, a train ride with Hellstrom became a train ride from Hell as mysterious assailants waged an attack. Planes, trains, and steam wagons turned into Throw Charles from the Train as an errant explosion rocked the posse, sending two of the group out the window. The good doctor muscled herself back of her own accord as Cole and Goodman both tried to save the chef. And Daisy? <laughs> well, Daisy was a one-child wrecking crew. Now, go pour yourself a double of something strong, have a sit, and kick back as we continue. Tales from the Deadlands. The year's 1879, but the history's not our own. Everything changed on July 3rd, 1863, during the Battle of Gettysburg. The dead rose up, the shadows darkened, and a reckoning had begun. Humanity's worst nightmares now walked the waking world. Everything seemed to be headed to hell in a handbasket. Humanity, however, was more resilient than the terrors expected. A secret war began between the darkness and those who would stand against it. A few sturdy folks from all walks of life, from school moms to nuns, from snake oil salesmen to steadfast soldiers and children to old coots, have risen up to stand between their fellow humans and creatures born in the very pits of hell. Some were fated to fall, but others stood firm. For the next hour or so, sit back and listen to the stories of horror and heroism, recounting of the sacrifices these unsung heroes have made. Enjoy these tales from the Deadlands. Be warned, however, these tales are not for the faint of heart. Hello and welcome back to the Knights of the Smith Dinner Table actual play production of Tales from the Deadlands. So, when uh, last we left our valiant heroes, if, if you will, they had been in the middle of a fight on board the train, the train by the name of Good Intentions, owned by one Dr. Darius Hellstrom, when they were jumped by a bunch of Chinamen. And yes, I, I know that that is kind of a, a slur, but this game is set in the Old West, and that's what many of the folks call them. And we don't really mean it, but... Three of these folks are still in the fight, trying to get on board the train and wipe the floor with this group of itinerant heroes. Now, during the fight, right towards the end of last session, a stick of dynamite blew up next to the moving train, rocking it to one side and sending Charles Wagoner, the uh, traveling uh, food wagon, traveling restaurant, restauranteur, if you will, right out the window, and he barely managed to grab the edge of the window, and he is hanging on almost by just his fingernails with uh, yeah, Cole Cassidy reaching out and trying to hold him in place. And where we're picking up is right at the point where Charles finally gets to try and pull himself back into the train. Um, I don't know about everybody listening at home, but I'm kind of hoping to see a critical failure here. You know what? You would. This is, <laughs> this is why you don't have many friends, because you're a jerk. Well, yet, I think... You keep playing with me. I think it's it's probably time for uh, Cassidy and myself to uh, make a roll. Indeed. So, both of you are going to get to go right now. And you guys need to make athletics checks to pull him up. Or to assist pulling him up, I should say. Yep, because they were going for the assist. And yep, an unstable platform. Don't forget the unstable platform. 
Hmm. Hmm. We'll go ahead and spend Cole, a penny on that. Cole comes in with a total of zero before he spends the penny, and then a total of three after he spends a penny. So you're gonna spend don't. another one. You don't need to waste all your bennies just in case I die. If I die, I die. <laughs> nope, I gave him the one. I learned the lesson from another game. Don't spend all your bennies helping someone else. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and what about Goodman? I'm trying to make it roll. It's really fighting back. Holy, I don't want the picture of the athletics image, please. What is happening? Let me roll the damn thing. Click on the actual text. The actual text. Yeah. Oh, that was me. Okay, athletics. I've got the minus two there already from the unstable platform. Oh, it's actually included now. That's incredible. Mm hmm Oh. All right. So not only do you succeed, but you succeed with a raise. That'll give Charles a plus two to his role to try and pull himself on up in. Right. So, so that'll athletics. that will effectively cancel out the unstable platform. Right. So I'm just gonna hit the roll button and hope to get a couple aces <laughs> there. I I saw that first one and about screamed into the microphone. <laughs> I was about to be like, you know what, fuck it. I got the name of the episode. Throw Charles from the train. <laughs> But, no, that's now a we have ten. to come up with a new. That is a um, ten, which is a a, a raise. So, oh, Chuck. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I have pathfinding set as default, so let me fix that. Because otherwise, it's going to do a bunch of movement that you don't need to count against. You. All right. It's going to make him run around the outside of the train. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Charles, we bump the turn up to you, and you have spin in action, pulling yourself in. You can still move if you'd like. Well, I see that there is somebody down there. My gun is on the bench right next to you. Well, I didn't declare more than one action, so I'm just going to move over here hunker down behind the seat and get rid of this vulnerable <clears throat> condition. Alright, yep. At the end of your turn, vulnerable goes away. And I end my turn. And so before the steam wagon moves, I'm going to jump it ahead to the martial artist. And he is going to attempt to jump onto the train. Alright, so let's take the platform and roll. And that did not take unstable platform into account. Let me fix that. Because for some reason. The NPC sheet is going to the wrong section. 
Oh no, it's it's still forcing it. I will have to let uh, Javier know. Thank you, son. Minus two. All right. There we go. And with the minus two, that is not a critical failure because the natural die roll was three. But he did indeed not make it. And that will take us to the next guy. Get back. Her cat must be annoying her. to see if it is a critical failure. It is not. So neither of them are able to hop off the wagon before it goes out of control. So let's see what happens on that. Alright, so... It is a minor collision, so it off this way, bounces into the train. As it does, it will take a wound. And the other two both need to make athletics checks. So both of them are going to be vulnerable. And the vehicle suffers a critical hit? Holy shit. Well, it was... Uh, damage caused by an out-of-control doesn't trigger another out-of-control, but a wound does cause a critical hit. So as soon as I give these guys their vulnerable, I will roll its critical hit. Oh no. All right, and let's roll it. Scratch and dent. The attack just scratches the paint and passes clean through the body without hitting anything or anyone vital. No permanent damage. That was a lot to roll. All right. And that takes us to round four. This guy in the back, he... This is one of uh, Ulstrom's guards. He is moving up to the front of the car. And then Charles. You are up, sir. What is Charles going to do in this harrowing situation? Alright, so... Move. Let's continue to move. And I can see that. So I'm going to pop a shot at that with my Winchester lever action. Are you shooting at the wagon? Yes, I'm shooting the wagon. All right. With my Winchester 73. Target acquired. Unstable platform. 
<laughs> Glad it was there. The cacophony of laughter was because <laughs> I didn't roll the critical fail on getting into the train, but the first fucking thing I do afterwards, there it goes. Absolute fucking mad lad. <laughs> All right, so as Charles lines up his shot, leaning out or shooting through the window, and the uh, hammer slams down on a round that is a dud. So he will have to spend an action to clear the dud. And then we go to, because you only declared one action, correct? Correct, I only declared one action. All right. So this martial artist who is in a vulnerable spot. No, that's not the one that's in a vulnerable spot. This is the one that actually made it on the train. He is going to step on up to get in uh, Dr. Tilly's face. There we go. And then he is going to try and punch her. Why is it doing weird stuff to me now? It's mad at the number of critical fails I've rolled between the last two sessions. Make it stay mad. <laughs> Alright. For some reason, I bet it's the new version of Swade that's causing the issues with it. At least on my end. Alright. Unstable platform. And we are going to roll. Oh, there's an ace. And a 10 total. Uh, actually, that would just be an 8 total. So that is not going to be a raise. Is there a reason the dice wouldn't be showing up on my screen? Um, I don't know. Okay. And that is going to be... I may have to refresh. All right, so Tilly's toughness is five versus a 13. That's going to be a success with two raises, exactly. So she is going to take two wounds and a shaken. Does uh, Tilly wish to try and soak that? Uh, yeah. All right, spend a Benny and... Make a vigor check. I am refreshing. Vigor check is there it is. Yep. Currently gonna soak one of those wounds. Yep. So you can you wanna You can uh, spend another Benny if you'd like. There we go. Still only soaking one. You wanna stop there or keep going? I'm gonna stop there. Take 
<laughs> and <clears throat> that'll take us to the four bastards on the uh... oh it skipped over the guy who was defeated but it what happened to the what happened to this steam wagon that round uh actually yeah I should roll an out of control for that I completely forgot about it um okay what I had a question. Go ahead. Would I um, maybe in next turn be able to use healing powers for that? Sure can. Do I have to wait right. to do that? Yeah, yeah you, you got to until your turn. It's okay. an action on your turn. All right. Gotcha. So last round. Um. So last round, that other wagon. Uh, skidded off to the side and away. And that'll take us to this first martial artist who is going to not be vulnerable at the end of the round, but he is going to try and escape. Hey, look, and now this time it actually does it correct. I know what the problem was. User error. Yep. All right. And as the roll comes out... He got a total of nine, and did that include the minus two for the unstable? It doesn't look like it added it. Um, that's still a seven, which is enough. So he is going to attempt to jump across, or he made the jump. So he is jumping across. And gets to there, moves up, and he is coming in, and he did not say he was going to run, so then this next person here wants to get off of this wagon before everything goes to hell in a handbasket, and barely succeeds with a total of four. And then we go to the wagon. It has no driver and it is going to spin out of control, which will cause it to lose speed. And that wagon is now out of the fight. This wagon is now out of the fight, so I'm going to go ahead and remove them. And that takes us to Daisy. Daisy, there's three of these uh, martial artists on board your train. What are you going to do? I can put my peacemaker away, right? Yes, as a free action, you can holster your peacemaker. And pull out my bowie knife. Yep, as your second free action, you absolutely can. And then I can move. That is also correct. You can move five, right? Yeah, you can move up to five. So there I can move? Uh, that's 5.89. That's... Look at the number in the uh, parentheses. Oh. So I can move to there. Yep. 
And you haven't actually taken an action, so if you want to run, you can. Okay. So I could move to there without rolling. Uh, you can move up to a total of six, yeah. Because your pace is five. Is 6.02 too far? Uh, I'm not going to knock you on two hundredths of an inch. Okay. All right. So if you, you need to, I can. Up in uh, in this martial artist's face, the one that just punched Tilly. And what are you going to do to him? I'm going to talk to him and say, Hi. No, I'm going to stab him with my knife. <laughs> I need to do unstable platform, right? Indeed. And ran. Ran. Yeah, and ran. Where's the unstable platform? I'm not seeing it. I'm sorry. Uh, Right below ran. No, it's not putting the situational modifiers there, is it? So just modify battle rolls minus two? Uh, You could do ran and two actions. That would equal the same thing. Okay. And that is going to be a miss as a, with a four versus a target number of eight. A Benny is spent. Hit the oh, ring. sweet Jesus again! <laughs> I did my right thing, right? Sheesh! You, you, uh, you did. Okay. As she comes in with a fifteen versus eight, getting a raise. Go ahead and click that raise damage. Oh Jesus! Okay. It's only ten. Only a total of 10 damage, which is one wound. However, that is enough to incapacitate him, and that dude uh, is right. Should be 12 damage, because she had a minus two on better rolls there. Um, yeah, I'm not sure why it did that. So two more damage against his toughness. It's not going to matter, because he's down. I would say. He's dead anyway. I've already said the eulogy. Let them die in peace. <laughs> Leave Tilly alone. Tilly makes them die in pieces. Leave Tilly alone as she ventilates him. <laughs> Tilly's not the one who was shooting. She was using her flamethrower. Yeah, but I would just... Oh, was... yeah, Daisy was though. Yeah, Daisy comes up and ventilates them because they're messing with Tilly. <laughs> All right, that takes us to Goodman. Oh, shit. Okay. So my gun is on the seat here. Um, I'd like to attempt to brace it and then try and shoot that son bitch over there. All right. So the next closest martial artist. Um, bracing it against the uh, seat will get rid of the unstable platform. Beautiful. Uh, now, what's the range on that? That's fifteen feet. Oh, beautiful! You love to see it. All right. Um, let me double check that because that might be a medium. It's fifteen feet. Fifteen inches. Well, yeah. So yeah, that's going to be in the medium range. Okay. So, so first click the shooting buckshot up under item actions. Uh, buckshot medium? Uh, yes, but that, that button is for damage. Okay, so shooting buckshot. Yep. 
And then I can select both. I can I selecting both is good, right? Like I could do that. Um, so if you double click on the buckshot medium to where it's all red, it okay. will carry through and hold it. Beautiful. Okay, so that's there. All right, buckshot shooting. Um, we don't have any other issues with that. Um, I'm assuming I can't use any actions to like aim to make it any better. Aim takes a full turn. Yeah, that's a bit long. Uh, we're just going to take a shot. <clears throat> okay. And as a pair of aces come in under G4s, uh, that is a hit, but no raise. Go ahead and click that damage. Um, I, I, I got to go wonder why he has a minus six on better rolls. Yeah, that was wild. Um, what? <laughs> so that uh, is actually so going to be a raise. There we go. Because the range was there for sure, yeah. so it is a raise. Okay, so click the D6 button. Click the, yeah, first. The plus D6. And that is going to be enough to uh, take him down with a 12 versus his toughness of 5. And another one bites the dust. And that will take us to Dr. Tilly. How many actions are you going to take, Tilly? Oh, first we're going to remove the shaken. So, just going to do one, or do you want to do more after? Oh, I understand. Um, um, yeah, go ahead and click your token, and then click the number three button. For some reason. Number it, three. So, oh. you, you've removed it automatically. You have to uh, make a roll to remove it for free. Yep, I know it came up and asked you if you wanted to remove it, but that's something that Florian is working on fixing. Okay. On your macro bar at the bottom, you'll see the little orange face. Shake. Gotcha. And roll? Yep, just yep. click that. Oh yeah, you're good. Oh yeah. Ten. Ten, you are no longer shaken. And how many actions would you like to take? Um, I think I'm going to move, and then I'm, let's see, what am I, I'm feeling a little fiery, so we're going to go with a little flamethrower action. Okay. Go ahead and, are you going to do the flamethrower first, or? I'm going to move first. Okay. Go ahead and move. Uh, so we a bit. All right. All right. So there is nothing that is going to affect you. It did not put the uh, cone option down, did it? No, not. That's what I was Let's looking see for. If we put it in here, it's still showing me as knocked about. Right, because you have a wound. I thought we removed the shaken. Yes, you removed the shaken, but not the wound. Got you it. Have, you would have Got to use your healing skill to do that. Got it. All right, so let me see if this worked. 
It is still not asking for it. It's still not popping up the thing for the template. I mean, she's only got one target, so it's not yep. like it's a big deal. Just so go ahead and make the roll. Select that target. I'll click the martial artist. There you go. Make your weird science check. You can just click on the roll button in the uh, chat panel. Ooh, right now that is a failure. You want to spend a Benny on that, or...? Yeah. See what we get here. Oh. Um, click the free reroll button up next to the Benny up there in the chat box. Because it doesn't look like it did the uh, reroll with the Benny. Alright, so that turns it into a success. And roll that damage. The 2d6 button there in the chat box. And that is enough to shake him. Alright. And... Then we go to the guys back in there. He is not moving. Uh, Cole, what is Cole going to do? All right, so we got that guy. Sound. That guy's shaking down there, so. Uh, let's see, we're going to go ahead and move forward. Don't forget your gun was jammed. Uh, that wasn't my gun. Oh, Mike's gun was the one that's jammed? Okay. Yep. It's at nine. Uh, do, 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 do. That's going to be an additional minus two because of range. So we are going to go ahead and run forward because we're going to get that minus two. We might as well get closer. noise all right so we're gonna have minus two from running can i take an act well if i, I guess if i take an ashton a brace that's going to do the same thing as the unstable platform yeah so minus one not even just worry about that but are we within five now we are uh so we are going to shoot, um, I guess pull both triggers, because that'll give me an extra, to, give me extra to damage. Um, and unstable platform <clears throat> disappeared on, oh, there it is, situation modifiers. Yes. All right, so we got that, we got that, and we have ran. Pull both triggers, shooting slug. Oh, pair of aces. Yeah. So that's going to be a raise. Indeed. All right. Slug. That was short range damage. And. 
So and rolls plus four. Yep. And raise. So that just obliterates him as both slugs tear through his body. And that is the end of the fight. Finally. I will clear the jam in my gun. All right. And collapse in my seat. Why did this one not? All right. I'm going to remove the dead. None of them got anything worthwhile on them. They're wearing straw conical straw caps and wearing robes. So I just collapse in the seat. All right. Tilly. Lightest. You're wounded. You want to try and heal yourself? I'm going to come over and offer some assistance with that, if that's possible. I did see that happen. Um, so are you going to use, ah, yes, you're going to use your power. I see that pop up. So as you're walking back to her there, uh, Goodman, you notice that she pulls a few vials out of her uh, belt and starts mixing them together and go ahead and click that casting button there, Tilly. Casting. Yeah, the roll button. Right now, that is a failure. And you have no bennies to spend. But you've got PowerPoints that you can you use. You can to try again. Yep. Do it again. I do want to try again. And then let's see. Hmm. Because it only takes one PowerPoint when you fail the power, so you can keep trying until you're out of PowerPoints. Even if she fails? Unless she critically fails. Even if she critically fails? Well, she can try again after we resolve a critical failure. Oh, okay. Mad Science has its own table. And still not making it. The dice are not (laughs) liking you tonight there, Pam. They are not, but also I have a card that I'd like to use. All right. Go ahead and click that play button on the card. She's surgeon. Ooh, so she regains all of her power points. You don't want to do that until you use them all up, right? I mean, it's up to her. I'm just saying, since this is she's new to the game, like she still has six left. <laughs> right, which is, and that wouldn't have lasted very long. <laughs> it only takes it only takes three to cast healing, so you've got three fails, four fails before you actually need need to use that card. Yeah, I would wait until that's just me personally. I'd wait until you um are down to not being able to cast it. If you're trying to heal. But it is your card and your PowerPoints. Either way. I just didn't know if that would be a good time to play it. Because they were dwindling. 
they are dwindling. Um, I would recommend the same as them. Um, play it or no, don't play it until you are out of cards to spend and I will pass it back to you. Which card is this? Oh, well, this kind of sucks. I mean, we could just because you've got to manually re-add the PowerPoints anyway, so we could just hand wave that and say that that's when she uses it and just go back to her continuing to try to roll. There we go. I gave it back to her already. Boom. All right, so go ahead and try again if you'd like there. There you go. There you go. Good job. All right, and... Then you finally succeed and reduce your wounds by one. Normally it would be two since you got a raise, but you only had one wound. And now you play that card. Right. Hashtag feeling good. As Charles has lit a cigar and is sitting there muttering about how he's no longer going to be riding on trains. (laughs) Where is Chuck? He is sitting up here. There he is. I found him. Then, Can I move? Yeah. Also, it's not letting me. Um. Oh, for some reason it was stuck in combat movement. There we go. Also muttering about how he now knows how hanger steak feels, and also is craving hanger steak. Chuck, Chuck, what happened? Did you see? Did you see Chuck? I got those guys. I got them good. You did very good, Daisy. Thanks, Chuck. Ruffles her hair a little bit. Guess what, Chuck? Huh. Guess! Um... Monkeys. Nope. Guess again. Chinchillas. No. Guess what I know. What do you know? I know French. Are you ready? Yes, let's hear your French. Murder. <laughs> you, you don't need that extra R at the end. <clears throat> Merd. Murday? Murder. Murder. Close enough. You, you, <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. You do, you do a good job. Hey, Chuck. Yes. Where were you? I was hanging out the window. (gasps) That doesn't sound safe. It was not. I would not recommend trying it. Okay. Luckily, uh... I stuck my head out that window, and I shot the guy. Would you like to play with my dolly? No, I, I'm going to sit here away from the windows and enjoy this cigar because it might be my last one if I keep riding on trains. All oh, trains are fun. Watch, Chuck. Watch me run. <laughs> Chuck, watch. Of, watch me run. For those of you listening at home, Daisy's token is now running from one end of the train car to the other. Chuck, am I running fast? So fast. <laughs> Thanks, Chuck. And while Daisy's doing her running, I'm going to go at least close the window that I opened. 
<laughs> with all the ones that are shattered, you're going to close the one that was open. Yep, I'm just going to sit down next to it. All right. Uh, for the record, Chuck's eyes have not... Uh, Charles, I can't, I'm not... No, it's Charles. <laughs> and I'm not going by Chuck Wagon, damn it. It's a pun. Charles, his eyes have not been open. He's just, yes, Daisy. You, you did good. <laughs> I'm going to um, sit down next to Chuck, because I'm assuming these can fit two people. Yes. And I'm going to put my head on his lap and go to sleep. <laughs> All right. I'd like, to, I'd like to search some of the martial artists that we have, like, piled up here. See if they have anything on their persons that might indicate what the fuck that was. Um, Everyone's so kind of writing this off like it's a pretty normal thing. Like We literally just got attacked by ninjas. <laughs> um, go ahead and make a notice check. Sure thing. Notice. I'm just a little kid. This could be normal. I mean, I've you... only been on the train once, and that one time it um. That's a raise. Fell into a you hole. Yeah. So with a total of nine, you got a raise. And as you're checking them, like I said earlier, they're all just wearing robes and conical straw hats. And the thing that you notice, though, is as you pull the robes back, their arms are heavily tattooed. And as you keep looking over them, every single one of them, that are the, every single one of the bodies that's on the train, except for that big creature, um, <clears throat> have what appears to be, right in the center of their back, a sizable tattoo that runs from the middle of one shoulder blade to the other, that looks like a train with a Chinese dragon's head at the front end of it. Would I be able to make common knowledge on that? Uh, yes, with a... I'm going to say with a minus two. That's a raise? All right, if you had to go out on a limb, you would definitely say that these guys probably belong to the Iron Dragon Railroad Company, which is run by a man who goes only by the name of Kang. Uh, he's a Chinese businessman. At least everybody believes he's Chinese. Um, who entered the Rail Wars with his railroad trying to rather than build from east to west he's trying to build from west to east so basically he's trying to get through the other side of the mountain yep okay and uh you do know that he's gotten at least as far as chicago but we didn't we just finish coming through the mountain we're done already aren't we right you're on the west side of the rockies now but um, he has train lines that run all up and down California, primarily between Portland, um, Shanfan, and a couple of other smaller towns that are all run by Chinese gangs. Okay, I'm gonna come back to, uh... Uh, I'm going to come back over to here and I'm going to 
basically lean. Charles. Yeah, I'm gonna lean back to Charles, and we're gonna reach in. I'm gonna hand him my flask. <laughs> you offers Yep, offers you a cigar in return. I'll take I'll take my pipe out of my jacket, and I'm good. Thank you. But I'll pack it, and I'll have a smoke with you. Windows smash next to me. It's not like I gotta open it. <laughs> Takes a swig. I shouldn't have left France. <laughs> oh, brother. No, you shouldn't have. Um, Tilly, you doing anything special during this time? I think I'm going to move up a little bit. Move up to be closer to the gang. Get away from the caboose. <laughs> Dragging up the rear. With Tilly approaching a little bit closer, I'm going to share what I know about the... Uh, about Kang and uh, the Iron Dragon Railroad. Um... As for motive, they were probably wanting to stop uh, Elstrom from making it to Los Angeles. Guess they just weren't expecting the best to be on the train. Valid. They also didn't expect a murderous child. The best. Never expects the murder child. Literally, like, her and I are keeping up, like, tit for tat, like, literally blow for blow. I've blown people's brains out, but she's ventilating them with a knife. It's <laughs> kind of, it's kind of visceral. It's really fucked up, but, like, I'm... Yeah, her paw must have really taught her how to fight. Or hunt without much uh, moral ambiguity. But I am going to, uh kind of like put that out to the group to see if anybody else maybe has anything else they might be able to add to it or if they have any kind of like personal information that maybe uh, ties to that. That could definitely be something I think would be worth sharing. Um, but if not, I think I'm just going to uh, make sure that everyone gets a pass of the, uh, the flask. Some common knowledge? Yeah, common knowledge with a minus two. Because none of you are from California. I heard a thing or two from a man down south. <laughs> uh, Charles, you can pretty much verify with that roll of four, the same, or that roll of five, sorry, that the same exact thing. Um, everything he said, you didn't know the part about uh, the Iron Dragon being as far as Chicago, but... Drifters, they come from all over. Chicago is one of the great fork roads of the world. Indeed. Crossroads. Crossroads of the world. All right. I, forked, I forked someone in Chicago once. <laughs> <laughs> like you, Charles. And then her husband almost knifed me. While we were spooning. You're playing, you're playing with the odds. Well, the rest of that night... <clears throat> passes uneventfully. Lacey does come up to check on you, make sure everybody was okay, and then he heads back to Helmstrom's caboose. 
And the whole next day, just mile after mile after mile. And it's dusk the following night. You know, that hazy time when the darkness starts to overcome the daylight, and the moon overhead is red as roses. The blood moon. The crew says that Lost Angels is just a few minutes ahead, and they gather you up on top of the locomotive to witness this historic moment. The train slows and you begin to see the city in the distance. It lies down a series of steep hills, but even from here you can see the spires of Grimm's Cathedral. A tall, basalt black building that just, it almost seems to suck the, the light into it and not reflect anything. However, between you and Lost Angels are hundreds of campfires, illuminating dozens of flags. As you approach, you make out the banners of Lone Star and Bayou Vermilion to the south, two other railroads, the Empire Rails and Black River to the north, and then King and his Iron Dragon minions seem to have had their uh, fill of a fight already. Farther beyond, between these gathered throngs and lost angels are hundreds of red-robed figures illuminated by two giant bonfires. If you had to guess, they're probably Grimm's guardian angels. Before them stands a gaunt figure in a black tunic, his long white hair flowing out from beneath a black hat. Undoubtedly, that is the Reverend Grimm. The good intention slows as it approaches the Wasatch Railhead, and the workers have piled up beams and timbers into a makeshift but sturdy fort and are armed to the teeth. You see automatons, men armed with flamethrowers and jetpacks, and several men in white lab coats tinkering with a host of dog-sized clockwork spiders. Your ride finally screeches to a stop right at the barricade, surrounded by steam, its ghost rock boiler hissing and groaning. Dr. Hellstrom emerges from his caboose and climbs up onto the roof with you. You're witnessing history, my friends. Bloody, violent history. But even the Reverend Grimm cannot stop progress. And these so-called Great Rail Wars are soon to be over. By thunder, they're just about done. Now, we can all get back to more important things. There is but one last bit of business to finish, and that is our negotiations with Reverend Grimm. We're outnumbered and have few friends here, but I am not without resources. I suggest you vacate our camp to the rear and stay away from the coming storm. Our weapons are not particularly discriminant, and I would not repay you for your help thus far with the violence to come. Gentlemen and ladies, Godspeed on your journeys, and perhaps our paths will cross again another day. And uh, at that point, as you guys are following a couple of the uh, the Wasatch uh, rail guards back, you see that back there are your horses and wagon. <clears throat> and right as you're getting back to the camp, that uh, Hellstrom has set up about half a mile away from, from the railhead. You guys hear a single shot ring out. And as you turn back to look, you see that the Wasatch railhead explodes in fire. Cannons boom and bullets ping off of the barricade 
The automatons open up with Gatling guns while the rest of Hellstrom's forces hunker down and wait for the inevitable charge. To the north, you see the soldiers of Empire Rails, several companies equipped with jetpacks and flamethrowers. They fight alongside women dressed in black leather, most likely the famous Wichita witches, who seem to be calling forth hexes with chanting and cracks of their whips. Across from them are the sharpshooters beneath the flag of the Lone Star Rails, and a legion of shadowy gunmen wearing red sashes of the Bayou Vermilion. The Bayou Vermilion Band, a brass band made up of three grinning skeletons, blasts out what sounds like an inspirational dirge. What are you guys going to do? Now, it looks like Hellstrom just open fired. Uh, it sounded like the, the gunshot came from somewhere to the south of Hellstrom's railhead. Hmm. And as you're kind of watching for a moment or two, it does look like uh, Wasatch's forces are fighting a purely defensive battle. I'm not so sure we're on the right side of history here. Weren't we asked to just hang back and not get involved? You're right, but... I don't know if we're back in the right player. It seems antagonistic is what I'm trying to say. Just explosions going off in the background. Indeed. <laughs> Gunfire erupting. Gunfire. The roar of flamethrowers going off on both sides. I'm actively uh, itching and bouncing and jumping because I do want to go and help. Oh. It, it's just a power grab here. Hellstrom wants the power. Iron Dragon wants the power. The, these red robe people want the power. God. Uh. Damn, it's all power this and power that. I just want my goddamn bar back. <laughs> kind of like struggling to like I'm kind of uh stroking the, the stock of my power. rifle. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, can you be in power? I mean if we wait long enough, there might be a vacuum of power. Also, anytime he steps in the kitchen. <laughs> As you guys are standing there trying to decide whether or not to throw your guns into the fight, out of the, uh, the fog that inevitably arises around any battlefield because of all the gun smoke, you see Lacey O'Malley making his way towards you. And as he gets up close to you, he looks around like he's looking to see if anybody's paying attention to your folks, to or to you folks. And he says, I need your help, plain and simple. An old friend of mine, Sam Hellman, is in Los Angeles here, and I think he might be in trouble. By trouble, of, I mean, of course, uh, mortal danger. With Grimm and most of his flock out there fighting, it might be my only chance to get to him, but I can't do it alone. 
Will you help me? Sorry, who is this? Lacey uh, O'Malley, the the reporter. reporter. Right! Lacey's a boy. Yes, Lacey. Yes. I look over I'm a girl. Yes. What were you going to say, Chuck? Yes, you are, Daisy. You're the best girl we have. I accidentally clicked stop on the record. (laughs) When? When, though? Right after Mike said his last thing, so we only lost maybe half a second. Oh, thank God. (laughs) An hour and a half ago. The entire fight, we completely (laughs) forgot. Just do it over. No, I, I, as soon as I realized what I had done, I clicked it back on. It looked like we only missed a couple of seconds there. I had a finger yeah. twitch. Yes. Daisy, you are the best girl we have. Doc Tilly over there is a woman. There's a subtle difference. But, Lacey, what, what's, what's the payment for this? Well, I ain't got much. But, uh. You good at finding people, Lacey? I know where he's supposed to be. Finding people generally. I can't guarantee anything. I ain't got cash, but, uh, there might be another way I can help you. But as long as you got an honest try, you got my back. Pull the shotgun out of the thong. Look down at it. Put it back. Probably best to try and keep as quiet as we can, especially given the current climate. Yes, I would have to agree with that. Having somebody who's uh, got the paper in their pocket and owe me a favor, that sounds good enough to me. All right, well then, what I am going to need you to do is wait until next week to find out what the job is. Motherfucker. Oh. oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what are we gonna do? That's a James for a few minutes and then go about my life. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time. Well, we won't see you, but you will hear us next time. I Have will. A great one, folks. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a good night. This actual play podcast references the Savage Worlds game system and the Deadlands Weird West Savage setting, both of which are available from Pinnacle Entertainment Group at www.peginc.com. It is unofficial media content permitted under the Media Network Consent Agreement. This content is not managed, approved, or endorsed by Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Certain portions of the materials used are the intellectual property of Pinnacle, and all rights are reserved. Savage Worlds, all related settings, and unique characters, locations, logos, and trademarks are all copyright of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Tales from the Deadlands, Knights of the Smith Dinner Table, and all of its logos are property of Knightsmith Games, LLC. For more information, head to www.knightsofthesmithdinnertable.com.